Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Comic Talk, the podcast. My name is Jesse Rivera. I am the host. I am the producer. I am the booking agent. I am the promo guy. I am all of that. And a dime sack. What a paper that? Anyway, so shout out to my man, Biggie Smalls, R.I.P. So, you are about to listen to a brand new episode of the podcast. On today's episode, we have Megan and Angel. They are the owners of a local clothing company. And the, the line of clothing is called Sacramento Made. They have a beautiful story. I really like these guys. I just love to see people out there just making it on their own, man. Yes, true dreamers. So, without further ado, please enjoy episode number 32 of Comic Talk, the podcast with Megan and Angel of Sacramento Made. Peace. How are you guys doing today? How's the coffee? Coffee's good, actually. I haven't, um, like I said, I haven't had coffee with whipped cream in a really long time. Like homemade, you know, Starbucks, whatever, because I get that shit like on the daily. Right. I mean, without cocaine, I mean, how the hell am I supposed to, <laughs> I to be an it. account manager? I get it. And, you know, a kid, a business, him. I mean, two kids, you know, a dog. <laughs> so Two kids. Two kids. And a dog. Two kids and a dog is hard. You want to introduce yourselves real quick? You want to introduce yourselves real quick? Well, my name is Megan. I am co-owner of Sacramento Maine, and this is... Angel. I'm a squeegee pusher. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, he's the brunt, but um, although I still do a lot of uh, the, the muscle as well, doing tie-dye is a bitch. We'll just say that. It is hard work. Let's just look at this. So, on, so on Sacramento Maine today, we have the owners of the local company, Sacramento Maine, and a lot of you... Um, well, some of the, the local comics and improvisers will know the name because they designed, well, they, they made our, our telenovela shirts. That's right. Right. So, and, yeah. and, uh, the, the, the compliment that I get from everybody who puts on a telenovela shirt is, wow, these are soft. E- everybody. I, I could probably show you emails and text messages and Facebook messages. It was just the, the very first thing everyone says is like, wow, these are really soft. They're quality. Those are really quality shirts. We, um, you know, we really want to push quality for our prints, for our tie dye, for anything we do. Uh, we don't want to be just like everyone else out there. Like, oh, you know, we'll get this crappy shirt made in China, whatever. Throw some shit on it. Here, I'll sell it to you. You know, no. We choose. So we choose Bella Canvas. It's a really good company. They're located in California. They're in Los Angeles. Um, all of their, I guess, all their manufacturing. Um, so although they do have manufacturing like Honduras, other, you know, local, I guess, Latin countries, um, everything is a hundred percent, uh, sweatshop free. So they do pay all their employees well. So that's like, that's I can't like believe really, you know all of this. Yeah, this it, no, is amazing. Really, so it's really big to us. So when we started like our just live line, you know, we started the positive aspects of cannabis. We're like, okay, if we want to, you know, incorporate some quality, like we, you know, our design is our actual plants so it's something we grew it's 100 percent original and that's what basis our whole company is we want to be original we want quality we we don't want to just push out there and make money you know we fundraise with our shirts we do a lot with our prints with our company we want to stand out and not just be this average you know 
printer or whatever. We're, we're two eclectic people with ADD. It's like, it's endless. Like the possibilities are endless between us, honestly. So, um, <clears throat> since you brought up that you're very eclectic and you have <laughs> ADD and I, and I, I know the feeling when you guys were, were talking about the company, like how, how does it, how was it born? Like, was it a conversation? Was it a, was it a look at this one shirt I made? Isn't this cool? Or like, how did it start? I, I think everything started like, uh, when I was a teenager, like pretty much my like punk rock days, okay. like uh, we used to just draw and like I used to do stencils and like paint them and draw them on jackets. You know, that was the thing. Oh. Like as a punk, you like you draw your favorite bands. What were you listening to? What was your favorite band? At the time, probably like uh, The Exploited, which is a UK yep. band. Yeah. Um, like a TSOL, which is an L.A. band, True Sounds of Liberty. Which Where were you growing up that you were listening to this stuff? I, I, was, I grew up in Long Beach. Um, I moved to Sacramento when I was 20 years old and pretty much just fell in love with the environment. I think all the trees and everything. Yeah. I was, uh, I was pretty much sick of the, the, the city whole, life, the city life, dude, like the fast life. It was, uh, <clears throat> you had to grow up super fast, uh, where I grew up. Right. So, uh, so you're stenciling jackets, stenciling jackets. I was in a punk rock band and then I wanted some t-shirts done. So pretty much my cousin drew our logo and I went to a print shop and I was like, hey, I want some T-shirts done. And um, like I got my uh, as soon as I got like the T-shirts, I thought it was amazing. I was like, that's our artwork on a T-shirt. And then just looking, looking be behind the, the clerk, you can see the press and all that. I was like, man, I want to learn how to do all that, you know. Uh -huh. And then um, eventually when I moved to Sacramento, like um, I was pretty much running like uh, a warehouse. And I was like, dude, if I could run this warehouse, if I put this kind of energy into a business of our own, like, I know I can make it, like, successful, you know? I could be successful doing this. So, um, pretty much whenever I saved up money, I bought my first press and just started printing T-shirts after that. And uh, eventually wanted a, a disc offline, and I wanted some tie-dye rags. And that's when Megan came along, and she was doing tie-dye. Wait, is that how you guys met? Well, so we met at, yeah, so we met at work at our company, where uh -huh. we work now, the, the botanical company. Okay. Um, yeah, Your day he, job. Yeah, our day job, right? Yeah. I was in, I'm in the office, he's in the warehouse, and we work for the same department, but I'm in the sales part, and he's was in the shipping part of the same department, which is like bulk sales. So we sell like, you know, 50 pounds or more of pepper whatever uh -huh. um so yeah so we met through work and we actually the first time we talked about art we exchanged he made me i remember he made me a it was a day of the dead i told him i said i want a day of the dead school i said i want it super colorful so he made me the shirt in exchange i painted him um it was like it was kind of small canvas but i painted him a portrait for his office so that was like kind of like our first exchange um was, yeah. yeah of art and yeah. <laughs> so like and then later on you know we became friends started talking more um and then we actually yeah we got together started dating and then right when i was pregnant he started wanted to start his disc golf line and he said like i had done tie-dye before you know just for fun you know the michael's crap like you know washes out in five days or whatever you know summer camp stuff so i had done that and then he had researched some stuff and was like oh you know can you dye some rags for me so basically i dyed some disc golf rags for him um and then after that people wanted custom stuff they're like oh you know well, i like that and you know make me a shirt make me this and then basically it was just like an addiction after that and then we just 
you know, started printing a tie-dye. We're like, oh, shit, this is selling. Like, it looks good together. You know, my tie-dye and his disc golf designs, like, they look they looked really rad. Where did the – where did the – so the, the, the two kind of call signs that I know you for is the – you kind of touched on it a little bit ago, but where was the, the Just Live and the Sacramento Made designs born? Like, when did those come in? So the Sacramento design came in years ago, and it's something that, like, I kind of designed, and I had an artist just kind of, like, work with me, and that's what he came up with. Um, I pretty much put that design in the, like, the burner. Like, I put it away for, like, four years, and I didn't even want to, like, really mess with it. And then, um, and then like, when uh, we started our company together, we were looking for a name, and we had our daughter. So, like, we pretty much, like, I pulled that design out. I was like, hey sacramento made you know like oh that's it so like it, you know it's it kind of represents our daughter this everything we do everything we work for is for our daughter you know we sacrifice a lot of time away from her right now but like you know our goal and our vision is that it, it's gonna pay off you know right right and then the, that, that's a sweet story. <laughs> but yeah, Sacramento, Maine basically is our daughter. He's from Long Beach. I'm from Sacramento. Our company was born in Sacramento. Our future CEO is born in Sacramento. Sacramento, Maine. Even though there are people out there somehow taking this name, but you know, yeah, this, this is we have roots. These are roots. There's meaning behind this. And you, you know, know? that I'll go ahead and share. Like I really love like supporting and running, rocking your guys as Sacramento, Maine, because like. I like I wasn't born, you know, I grew up in Bakersfield, Lamont even like, you know, I grew up down south, but really like who I am in these last five years and like doing the podcast and getting up at open mics and, and booking a few shows here and there and producing telenovela like to me, like that's all Sacramento made like that's like exactly. the reincarnation of like who I became when I came to Sacramento. So that's why I really, really love the whole Sacramento made that's uh, exactly how I feel about it. You know, like yeah. I, I fell in love with the city. I am part of the city now, you know. Yeah, I have the city kind of made me. And, yeah. yeah. And like, you know, we're, I'm here to stay. Oh, me, <laughs> me too. I say I say it all the time, especially when I come back from Bakersfield. I'm like, Whew. oh, man, it's, as soon as um, I leave uh, Sacramento day one in Long Beach, I'm like, I want to go home. Uh -huh. <laughs> like, yeah. I miss it. You know, like, right I, away. I, I love being inside my mom's house. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but the rest of it, I'm like, oh, I yeah, gotta, I gotta go. Serious, like I want my bed, you know. I want like, I want Highway 50, like I don't know. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Sacramento made. Yeah, and so, um, well, so was at the beginning, it was more, it was more tie dyed. So, so was it always, has it always been kind of 50-50? It's always been kind of 50-50. Um, I've always had designs that I've wanted to push out there, but, like, there's so much um, business uh, just from screen printing, just from doing other people's prints, that um, I always had no time to work on my designs. Yeah. Um, it took me, like, um, I pretty much had to stop doing custom prints for, like, I felt like at least eight months because I wanted to push out like the Sacramento made. I wanted to push out my just live line and push a little more of the disc off. Yeah. But like for a while, like I had to stop taking custom orders because it was a little overwhelming. And, um, she like, she really helps me balance both like the, the trying to create my own designs and push our Sacramento made brand. And then also with the uh, custom prints because it's it's a lot it's over, yeah you know the des and the designs are great too not just the sacramento made and, and the just live but like uh i wore the uh, one love design on on stage the other night yeah and i actually have i'm i have the the what 
the now. Which yeah. One is it? The now. Later yeah. now. I have that on, but it, I slept in it. So, so. Yeah. <laughs> I just put my sweater on over it. I'm wearing that right now. They're they're so soft, but I think I left one in Bakersfield. So, <laughs> <laughs> so the but, now design took me like. I worked on that like four months where I was just kind of like sketching the lines and like just changing it up because like it was too wide. It, it took me like like honestly like four months just to play with that one and get it where like I was happy to print. How long did that one? You know, like it 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 takes like it takes a while. Like I have a it's lot. It's ready of, when it's ready. Yeah, right? like I have a lot of other <laughs> designs that I'm done. working on, and it's like you know, like I'll work on one for like like I said, like it's the ADD. I work on one for like 15 <laughs> minutes, and then like get bored of it, and then like start working on another one, and it's kind of different projects. But I got a lot of cool stuff coming out. Our 420 release is going to be dope. Oh, cool. Looking yeah. forward to that. Mm -hmm. We're going to have a tribute to 420 and a tribute to our, our birth month because we're both Aries, too. So that's we're two fire signs, two fire signs with a fiery ass <laughs> girl. <laughs> so uh, that also keeps us going. We're very, very I mean, I don't know if, you know, not everyone believes in all the astrological shit, but um, well, we are to the T. We're the fire, the hard workers, the leaders. I mean, you know. Well, speaking of hard work, like that's why I met you guys. So you guys have the Etsy page, right? Yes. That you guys uh, move your product on, and you're mm -hmm. about to launch a website, right? Oh, we did. Oh, so, the website's out. Yeah, okay. so the website's out. It does have a um, majority of our prints, just not all of our tie dye. There, I mean, we literally have I don't know what size our trailer is huge, just wall to wall tie dye. We have sweaters. But, but you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna admit, as a consumer. And and I I often fall like I I try to buy a lot of my stuff from small businesses. I enjoy like finding something cool on Instagram, and then going to their bio, and then going to their Etsy page, and then like going through everything on their Etsy page, and then scrolling back up to the top, and then looking to see if they have a website, and then going from the Etsy page to the website, and still looking for all their product. Like mm -hmm. it's a lot of fun. Like it's <laughs> it's so much fun as a consumer to just be like. Oh, look at the like the endless amount of creativity. Um, one of my favorites is Artsy Chica Boutique, and I'm gonna show. I have some of her stuff. I'll show you when we talk after the podcast. Some of her stuff, so so much cool stuff. So I love that you guys have an Etsy and a website page. But uh, what I was gonna say, where I met you guys was you guys had a booth out at a Reefer Rangers show one day, and. I noticed you because you had a Pink Floyd tattoo. <laughs> yep. And I didn't, at the time, I didn't realize that, that you, because I saw the Sacramento made booth and I was like, I gotta get me one of those stickers. Like that was the first thing that <laughs> went through my head. I was like, I gotta get me one of those stickers. But I didn't have any cash on me. And I was, I was like, oh, I, was like, oh I don't know. But, and I didn't know if they were selling them or whatever, but I just remember seeing them. I was like, I want one of those fucking Sacramento made stickers. Like it was just going through my head the whole time. And then the put it together, like, because we had a conversation about Pink Floyd. And then when I was leaving, I don't really remember that it was very stoned. When I was leaving, Angel gave me like a handful of Sacramento made stickers and I put it together. I was like, oh, that's them. <laughs> so you guys go out to these festivals and sell your T-shirts. What's that yeah. like? It seems like it's a cool little like a uh, uh, bunch of artists out slinging their goods. Yeah, it seems like so a cool little community to be a part of. We do. We go to a lot of different events. So we went to Reefer Rangers. Um, actually, he contacted us. He was looking for, you know, locals and putting together this show. We didn't really know what it was going to be like or anything. You know, we had we hadn't really done too many cannabis events. You know, there's 
most of them are underground, obviously, for, you know, obvious reasons. So, you know, having a few out in the open, it's pretty hard to get to. So we're like, oh, you know, this sounds cool. We took the day off work. Um, you know, like it was, we dedicated ourselves. Um, you know, we went out there, we set up. It was, it was pretty tough. But, you know, after he started throwing around those joints, you know, everyone kind of loosened up. And it was actually just a really great experience to kind of meet everybody. It was for us, it was more, you know, doing these events is even if we don't sell anything or, you know, it doesn't go as planned, we're out there, we're seeing our consumers, we're seeing everybody, you know, the community, talking with people, getting feedback. We're not just, you know, two people sitting back behind our computer, you know, corporate-like. Just, you know, we meet our people. It pretty much started and we wanted to do it just to get out, you know. Like a, a lot of people like to get online sales. They're, they're, they're popular, you know. They're, they have a lot of followers on social media we're pretty much starting from the from the bottom. So we realized, hey, the only way to really get your name out there and is, is to get out there. So, you know, we started with the farmer's markets and doing festivals where there's Actually, music. Actually, Denios was our very first event. So Denios? Denios, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was pretty nuts. We took the entire press out there. Actually, we did live printing at Denios Farmer's Markets on days that it was pouring. We sat there for eight hours in the pouring rain with zero customers, but we dedicated ourselves. We were like, we're going to be here. We're going to be here. And, you know, we met a few people that, you know, along the line kind of stuck around, but um, that's kind of our roots. I mean, we were from basically the alleys and just worked our way up and you know now we had enough to buy a new press which is it's amazing like we now have a six color four station press and we started you know with this tiny little press out denios you know we'd hang up the negatives um i'll have to get some pictures and show you but that's awesome it was pretty rad you know we were out there in the freezing cold like, and it was december too it, and how long ago was that was that last two year? years two ago two years ago that was two that years was, ago like two years ago mm -hmm. two years ago yeah, we weren't, you know, we weren't sure. Like, we were still doing, at the time, um, I was Greenheart Dyes, so I did my tie-dye, and he was Sacramento Clothing Company. So at the time, we were still kind of, you know, separate um, doing, you know, we would say, you know, if you want screen printing, you know, contact him. If you want tie-dye, contact me. But we're like, this is ridiculous. This is too much. We're confusing people. It shouldn't have to be this hard just to get a fucking tie-dye or printed shirt, you know? So, so you telling me that it's two years ago and having heard an, an, a story that Angel told me a while back, I understand that in the timeline, if that was two years ago, then that was just two months after Angel had sold a bunch of shirts in the parking lot at a Dodger game? Yeah, pretty much. It was all around. Um, it's Tell that story, man. That's an so, that's an awesome story. So like, uh, I'm kind of like a, I'm kind of like a numbers guy, you know. Like I I just do the math. Like Dodger Stadium has uh, 55,000 uh, seats. So like, if you go to a playoff game, it's for sure gonna be a sellout. If I could sell one percent, if I could just sell to one percent of the people there. So what game was it? Was it a playoff it, game? It was, was a World, World Series game. It was a World Series game. Yeah, it was, game. A, it was a World Series game. And then, um, so pretty much, um, I was like, all right, if I could print like 500 shirts, I bet I could sell 500 shirts. You know, that's 1% of the people that are going there, you know? And then, um, so at the time, uh, I told, I've had this plan for years, like five years. I daydream about doing this all the time, you know? Because you see those people doing it when you go to a game, yeah. right? We grew up seeing those street vendors yeah. slinging stuff and I, I was always i always wondered how it operated so yeah you're about to give us an inside look at how that operates man. oh man like so um 
So finally, I told someone that actually believes in me and like had my back. I told Megan that she was like, hey, babe, here's 300 bucks. Let's buy some T-shirts. And uh, pretty much uh, what we did, we, we bought like, I think we bought like 300 shirts. Yeah. So like, that's all we could afford. I was like, you know, I couldn't even do the 500. So, and then I asked two of my, um, I pretty much asked um, one of my ex coworkers and then I asked my cousin to go with me. They're like, I was like, hey, dude. From, from Sacramento or, or were they already um, in LA? One of them's from Sacramento and the other one, he was out here uh, visiting, but he's from um, from LA. Okay. And um, pretty much they're like, hey, it's it's a free trip. You're going to feed us. I'll, I'll buy you guys the beer, whatever. You know, let's just, let's, let's go do this. And um, it took me like, Damn, we did it like maybe two days prior to the game, so I was printing for sixteen hours straight. So what? What the, to describe the shirts that you printed? Um, the shirts I we went with a good color, so it's like a heather navy, and then pretty much it's something that I we grew up saying in uh, Long Beach was "puro pinchy party." So I put "puro puro pinchy Dodgers." So it's something for like the the Mexican Latin yeah. crowd in uh Dodgers. That's Stadium, the L.A. You know? crowd. That's L.A. That's L.A., you know, so yeah. like I was like, dude, I guaranteed I could sell like 500 of these shirts. So like I said, we bought like 300 shirts, it took me like I printed for 16 hours straight. Like I was beat my arms. Like I remember I couldn't even lift my arms. I was printing for so long. Dang. And then um, pretty much with no sleep, had to like pick up the guys. We drove to L.A. And I say, as soon as we got there, it was like almost game time. It was like. Um, we drove to the stadium and then I don't know if you ever gone to LA or around the, the world series, but they have FBI headquarters, so there's cops in the FBI everywhere. And I was like, where the hell are we going to park? Like, no. So it was a mission. So like right away, as soon as we drive up, um, we had the, we had all the t-shirts and, and backpacks in, um, all sized. And uh, as soon as we drive up, it's already a long crowd of people and there's already guys out there selling t-shirts. I was like, that's you my just money. Salivating? Oh, dude, I was like, that's my money, man. I was like, you guys get out and start selling these goddamn shirts. I'm going to go find a place to park. What were you selling them for? Uh, we we're trying to get $20. Okay, okay. And the L.A. crowd, we ended up selling uh, all the shirts for 10 bucks. Okay, <laughs> but you sold them all? Um, no. So that's the uh, the thing. Next time I go, instead of two guys, I'll have four guys because we could sell double the shirts. So we sold... Uh, we ran out of sizes. We pretty much stayed busy the whole time. Like like I said, if I had more guys, we could have sold a lot more T-shirts. But with just the three of us, we're constantly just selling shirts. Boom, boom. We sold out of sizes, and it, it was a rush. But, okay, so we get there. I drop them off. I go find parking, like, maybe a quarter mile away. And Dodger Stadium is in the hill. Yeah. So it's a hike. Yeah. So as soon as I get there, um, I, I rush up. And then um, so I park somewhere. I pay 10 bucks to park. And then I start rushing up the hill with more backpacks. And then they're like, we sold out. We sold out. And then um, I had to rush back to the car. And I was like, I'm going to drive up there and drop you guys T-shirts. Because it was like a mile, dude. Like, I had like four backpacks on me. And I had to walk like a, like a mile up a goddamn hill. And I was like, I'm going to go get the car and just drop them off. And uh, as soon as I get in the car, the battery's dead. What? <laughs> so we have the worst luck. So we're, we're pretty much... Um, <laughs> pretty much broke um the battery's dead um i have all these t-shirts that we need to sell because i'm in the hole right now and i'm like i can't go home to my family with no goddamn money so pretty much that was the day um we sold maybe that day we made like like 300 bucks and then um we pretty much what we did was um we came back down um he called me 
So basically, when all this shit happened and he's talking about finding the car, it was how short that was. No, it was like hours. Like he basically got back and it was just like, it was ridiculous. Like he was calling me just fucking pissed. was like, I'm going to come home, blah, blah. But I was like, no, just, just screw it. Stay another day. Cause like he was going to come home and we're like, oh. just stay another day, stay another day. Just get this shit done. Cause I was like, we can't come back cause it'd be a waste, you yeah. know? But no, it, it turned out better though, luckily. And then he was going to do it again this year, but it just got crazy around that time again. And so hopefully next year, you know, he can make it back out there and have more designs or, you know, make it a whole family trip. When Isla's, you know, have my art <laughs> shirt, out there slinging shirts. Does that, sh- that shirt still sells, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's that's a hot seller on Etsy. Yeah. Have you had requests to turn it into a giant shirt? I, um... <laughs> I did you turn gotta it into do a giant it. shirt. You gotta do I did it. It's yeah. on our website. So yeah. if you want a Puro Pinchy giant shirt, uh, <laughs> it's on uh, we'll take your www. Money. It's www.sacramento-made. So dash like the minus sign, not underscore, dot com. I'll put a, I'll put a link to it. Okay. So it'll be easy to Yeah, get so to. yeah, we made sure we put it on there because we know obviously Sacramento has lots of Giants fans. But also if anyone has any other team, any other team, doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. We can do it. 100%. We have a shop. You want it, say, shit, Seahawks, whatever. It could be soccer, anything, whatever you want. We'll do it. That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> what else is a big seller on the on the sites? Um, honestly, um, our online sales kind of like uh, – it's, it, it's, it's not that big. That's why we're at a lot of live oh, okay. events. When we're at live events, um, another story. We sell a lot of the what? Just Live logo. We sell that like crazy. Yeah, um, it's so cool. We sell the Sacramento made bleach like crazy. Um, uh, the flower, um, which is another Just Live design, sells like crazy. Uh-huh. Um, next year, hopefully, we'll get into the more disc going to disc golf tournaments because uh, back when I was doing uh, selling uh, disc golf rags when we first started selling the tie Yeah, so talk a little bit about disc golf because that's I'd uh, never heard of that until I came up here. It's a, yeah. Disc it's golf, a, it's so, a sport. <laughs> so pretty much disc golf's been taking off for years now. Um, it's like, it's pretty much, it's it's real, it's golf with the Frisbee. Okay. Pretty much. So it's the same rules as golf. Um, there's uh, different discs for different flights. So there's drivers, there's oh. the mid-ranges, and there's putters, you know. And um, what, what I like about disc golf, it's that um, you're pretty much, it gets you out of the house. You're exercising. And to me, it was a huge uh, antidepressant. Anyone and anyone walking. can do it. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you can walk, you can do it because you don't need, you know. Yeah. And, and it's, 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 free. it's almost the sports free. Like 90, I'd say like 95% of the courses are all free. You just have to buy the disc and go out there and play. And it, I got to warn you, though, it's very addicting. <laughs> like people get hooked on it, man. Like and you know, no, I, I see, I see your posts from events, and like there's tons of people, and the, yeah, like everyone's super into it. Like it doesn't. Sometimes people post stuff like this is my game, and like there's like two people, and like they don't. Like, but every time you post about disc golf, it's like it's like a fad. I was like, what what is this? And there's always people doing it. Uh, and it's like a lot of the courses, they're just it's it's like they call it hiking with a purpose. You're out there, it's you're like hiking. Um, you're out in like places where there's creeks, there's rivers and the trees. So it's like, um, a lot of these places are just beautiful you uh-huh. know? and that's what captures a lot of people too. You know, you're out there, you're exercising, you're breathing the fresh air 
and just enjoying the environment. That's cool. That's cool. And then, like I said, like it's it really gets people out of the couch, uh, out in nature, and exercising, which is a huge part of it. And and they always have a bowl hole. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Even though they're trying to take it away, you know. Uh huh. Even though it's a hippie sport, it basically started with hippies. Started, uh-huh. you know, old men throwing around a disc. I mean, my dad remembers the disc golf in what Orangeville. Yeah. Uh, Shady Oaks, you know, when he was a kid and my dad's like almost 60. So, you know, it's, it's an old hippie sport. They're trying to make it more formal like golf. But I mean, you can't take away the bowl hole. Yeah. The bowl hole. I like it. Where, where is the bowl hole at the beginning, the middle? It, it's usually somewhere deep where uh, shady, shady. And- oh, OK. <laughs> you know, in the middle where no one can see you. That's awesome. Yeah. It's uh, um like I said, dude, like we're, we're going to have to get out there sometime. But it's. um. It's, it's just nice and it's beautiful. I just enjoy it a lot. Um, well, I wanted to ask you: Have you have you had uh, the occasion of uh, being out in public and seeing somebody like with one of your stickers or one of your shirts or one of your hats? Um, I can't really say. Um, yeah, actually, or tie dye. Actually, <laughs> oh, yeah, multiple times um, at events and stuff, people come back and they're actually wearing tie. They don't know we're there. I mean, it's just you know, it's like fate you just are serendipity whatever you know it's like i see random people like we'll be in downtown for instance and there'll be a dude walking by with my tie i was like oh shit i was like i sold him that like last year you know and it's just it's kind of cool uh-huh so you know i mean because i can recognize <laughs> i definitely want to see that more often though that's like one of my goals i want to like take a daily drive and at least see one person a day that's like I think for every screen printer or every per- designer, you know, like that's like my goal. Like once a day, want to see one person. Uh huh. I-, I think one day, you know. Yeah, yeah. Just keep yeah, pushing at seeing, it. You'll be seeing the Sacramento made shirts everywhere. Do you guys have them in in any shops? Uh we do. So we have some at Honey's Hideout. It's a glass shop. We okay. have some of our Just Live designs. We have a few females. Um, so you can kind of go in, feel the shirts, feel the Bella canvas, you know, those super soft shirts that you're talking about. Yes. We have those there. Um, so people can walk in and feel them if they're, you know, can't get to one of our events and honey's is open till seven. It's off of El Camino and Roseville road. So pretty easy to get to right off the freeway. Yep. And then we're also at the shout out to Bell. To Bella. <laughs> to Bell. Hi Bella. <laughs> um, and then we're also in the spot on lounge. And that's off of, I think, 21st, 21st Street. And like K. I think 21st and K. Or like around N maybe, but over there. So it's right it's right across the street from, I think, Zelda's Pizza. Um, so it's a little lounge. It's cool. You can go there. They have a boutique. You can shop. You can have a drink. You can play around the pool. They also do events. Um, so they'll have um, like ten dollars cover, and they have local rappers R and B night. It's really, it's really nice. It's cool. We actually did an event with them a few weeks ago or a month ago. Was, time flies, but um, it's a really, it's a really nice place. Really cool, kind of you know, meet your local scene too. And yeah. that's you know, like how we met you. You know, that's really small, <laughs> private, so intimate. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's nice. Um, you know, it was nice meeting you and then Jackie, and we met. Cause we were all sitting around smoking joints and you, you know, walked over and we're talking to us about, um, about being up next. And, you know, I said, well, are you funny? And, <laughs> and that was how we started. I said, well, are you funny? And you're like, well, you're going to have to see. 
yeah i guess he's pretty funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was such a fun night that was i don't i mean shout out dude i mean throwing joints around like it was fucking christmas that that's my christmas honestly <laughs> i mean if you love me you will buy me a pack of joints for christmas shout out to my family and friends that's all i need that's all i need um how did you guys get uh um I want to talk about like what 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 you guys have coming up in the in the in the next few weeks. Um, I know you said you're going to be at a couple of events, but uh, real soon. Well, by the time this this gets aired, you will have been on uh, Good Day Sacramento. Yes. How'd you get their attention? How'd that happen? Oh, so um, I was actually scrolling through Instagram, and Camby Brown had. A She's shirt adorable, on. by the way. Yeah, she She's is. She's so funny on Instagram. <laughs> Well, we love, I, he watches like Good Day. Well, he's up before me because you know what? I don't sleep because of the kids. So I get to have that extra hour. So he's in, you know, he's out in the living room watching Good Day. So we watch it, you know, all the time. Then we follow him on Instagram. And she was at a basketball game, at a Kings game. And it said, home is Sacramento. And I just, you know, a quick message was like, you need one of our shirts. Like, you need a Sacramento made shirt to wear to a Kings game. Um, and she was like, yeah. You know, I was like, I didn't really think she was going to respond. Like, I didn't know, you know, how busy people are or whatnot. Just, yeah. And um, so she was like, oh, yeah. And so I was like, all right, cool. So I sent her and Tina one and uh, she messaged back. Well, actually, she, her and Tina took a picture, posted it and tagged us in it. And I was like, oh, well, I guess they did get it. Because, <laughs> of course, sometimes I forget to follow up and see if people actually get stuff. Right. Uh, but she tagged us and I was like, oh, cool. And she's like, well, do you have any more designs? And I was like, well, you know, we can print. Or she said, do you have any more shirts? I was like, yeah, you know, we can print on different colors. And she's like, no designs. We want to have you on the show. I was like, oh, crap, really? I was like, okay, cool. So she's like, yeah, email us. And that's basically it. She, you know, she was like, we really like your stuff and, you know, want to have you on. And. It was, I don't know, it was kind of nerve wracking. And then it took me a whole day to write. I mean, all I had to write was like five things, like, you know, write about your business, this and this. But it, it took me literally like 24 hours to write this. <laughs> that was like two paragraphs. I was so nervous. Um, obviously, we're both, you know, pretty shy. Like, it's weird because we're like the um, the introvert extroverts. Like, we're yeah. shy, but, you know, like when we're around people we're comfortable with, obviously, you know, our extrovert side comes out. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, it's going to be fun tomorrow, that's for sure. Because, um, well, there it goes right there. We'll see if, we'll see if my public, public speaking teacher is watching and she can count how many ums we do. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. Um, um. I, I do the same thing. I do the same thing. When I first started, like, trying to record the podcast, just, like, trying to do an episode by myself, it was just like, um, um. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> or like sometimes I'll I'll uh, I'll record my comedy set and I'll come home and listen to it and it's just like um um or write I say write a lot too right, right. you know right right um what, there what, it goes. <laughs> what helps you slowing down okay and r realizing that it's okay to have a couple of seconds of silence instead of just doing the um just okay let me just think about what I'm about to say yeah. so that really helps me a lot yeah. That's that's kind of what I'm worried about. But like, I usually at work I have to speak in front of a lot of like, like grown men. So it's like, I've learned that slowing down really helps me a lot too. So yeah, hopefully, uh, and it helps me enunciate my words better too. Because sometimes I just try to talk too fast and I just mumble. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I do that a lot. <laughs> Where you said you've got a couple of events too coming up. Like, yes. are you gonna be out at a couple of festivals in the next couple of weeks? Yes, yeah, so we're really hoping for no rain because we 
we really don't want to have to go through that again. Right. Inventory is it is not fun when it's storming. We did Capital Brew Fest, let's say, in pouring rain. Oh, that wow. was a nightmare. Stuck it out. <laughs> Besides a flat tire, also. Dude, we've we've battled like at these um, doing the live events, like so many obstacles from like flat tires to like um, having to like be set up and having to move everything to like a whole another spot. Like, right. Like, like just like and then like maybe 20 minutes before the event fucking starts and we're kind of like are you serious like we've been rained out like, that was fun rain going sideways you know we had oh that was insane at yeah. the calgary fest we've almost tons and tons of injuries tons of injuries we deal with lots of metal racks and when you put these racks together they slide together and get pinched oh do you get your pinched fingers no like, there, like- there, there's been I literally almost lost a nipple. Like I pinched. <laughs> I was leaning. I was putting the rack together. I mean, you know, men don't so have boobs that stick up, out. Put the oh, rack together. Yeah. It slid down. It and slid down in the side. It was the side. It was a chunk missing. <laughs> I yeah, exactly. We are fucking dedicated. <laughs> like we, there's been times racks have fallen over on us. I mean, it, it's it's been insane. It's been insane. If if anyone's seen us at these events, like prior to when it starts, you don't know how hard we work. Like you would actually see how dedicated, how hardworking we are. No, I I see how dedicated and hardworking you guys are, and I appreciate it. And, and it, it gets me excited and it and it and it but and it also like makes me feel like like you're a part of my you're a part of my circle and like I got to work just as hard as you guys work and like because we're we can't let each other down cuz like yeah it's like motivating each other yeah, like when like, I see uh, you do something good I'm like oh man that's awesome you yeah cuz like, I'm out there wearing your guys' t-shirts yeah. I mean telling Novella where's your guys' t-shirts yeah. and like and I'll never forget uh like the first night that we wore the telenovela shirts on stage like everybody was like wow those are nice and then um uh i i always so after telenovela I, I call them the kids the kids always go out and have a couple of beers and <laughs> and, and then dad comes home and, <laughs> and does all the social media stuff and and one of them texts me saying dude somebody just asked me if they could buy a telenovela shirt that's and, so <laughs> that's awesome yeah that's awesome. and it's like and and you guys know i've had to order a couple more batches yeah. and and I've I've seen uh, a couple of my friends like on social media like wearing telenovela shirts and it's yeah, it's yeah. super awesome and it's it 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 makes me proud of course because this this crazy concept that we had for a, for an improv show and then when when uh, when it came time and somebody said we should make shirts I was like I know who we can call and and I I love that we're able to keep. The, the the telenovela design was designed by a local Sacramento artist, and I and I love that the shirts are, are made by you know Sacramento made. That's what's up. Because like we said earlier, right right we love this city so. Yes, sir. And you can feel good again about wearing this shirt. You know, hundred percent eco friendly, hundred percent sweatshop free. They're all pre shrunk too. So that's another thing I just learned. They're pre shrunk cotton. So you know when you wear it, it it's going to be. The and size. people want to know these things because like quality, like man, um, quality. every time I I tell somebody, do you need a shirt? They're like, is it men's or women's sizes? Or unisex. Like, unisex. Yeah. So they're they unisex, which is great. So, because- so I know to say that already. Like I know they're, they're unisex. They're like, oh okay, give me a medium or give me a small yeah. or whatever. Like hey, I like unisex because, like, some days I'm like, I don't want a tight shirt. I don't like, oh, I don't always like women's fit shirts. I want it loose. Like, I move around. We have a toddler. You know, we work. I'm not trying to, like, look like I'm going out and shit to a club. Like, I want that comfy, soft, nice feel that you can wear all day long, you know? You yeah. can, 
these shirts are so nice you know you can wear them out like we wear our shirts out you can dress them up like like anything i wear heels with mine and you wouldn't even you know know it's just like a t-shirt yeah but, i you know. i love them i love I, I love wearing them to, to shows it, it's such an easy it's an easy decision for me to like uh to wear one of your shirts at a show it's, it's they're, they're super comfy and they they last too you can throw it through the wash the dryer they'll last forever oh yeah so you know hopefully um so next week actually saturday and sunday we're doing events it'll be the last two events of the year we're like i said hoping no rain because we really don't want to have to deal with that what, crap what are the events up early where are they um so we're it's both in Folsom and it's actually old well I guess historic Folsom. I was just corrected the other day. Historic okay, histo- Folsom. No, now, historic Folsom. Now I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Because <laughs> Folsom is big. <laughs> Shit, I know, right? A whole but, five blocks. But thanks for con- confirming it's it's, oh, it's historic so, Folsom. Historic Folsom. It is, I believe, 915 Sutter Street. Uh, we'll be doing the farmer's market on Saturday. That's 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. You can bring the kids out. You can actually do your grocery shopping. So there'll be local vendors. Always buy local with food. Don't buy from overseas or wherever stuff that's not fresh. I mean, these are farmers all around Sacramento County, El Dorado County. Really good stuff. You can buy tie-dye prints. I mean, they have tons of different little crafters. And then Sunday is the big one. That's the Christmas craft fair. Oh, wow. Where's that? Also so that's on? also, yeah, the same spot. That That's like six blocks of Historic Folsom. It's through the 600 block so i believe it's off of sutter and like wool street around there okay but i mean there's two i 200 240 vendors i believe wow so yeah i mean you can find anything and everything to crochet gifts to you know right just stuff you're gonna need anything make sure you go out and check this out because there's not going to be just us but you know other families there making you know their product to sell so make sure you get out there that's great that's great yeah support logo always Man, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. I'll see you around. Thank Joint you. time. Yep. Yes. Later. Hey, man. That's the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you laughed a little bit. I hope you learned a little bit. I hope you come back. Peace. Take care of one another.